Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Conservatarian Podcast. I'm your host, CJ Westfall. Uh, today we have a special guest, Tom Fernandez. He's running for state house seat 100 uh, in Berkeley County. Tom, we're doing this pretty late at night, but it's not too late. How's your evening going so far? Uh, I'll let you know in about an hour. <laughs> Tom, Tom was uh, nice enough to step away from his family and his wife tonight to do this show, so we are very thankful that you came and, and made time for us. Um, tell us a little bit about why you wanted to run, Tom. Listen, so the, the reason why I'm running, and, and, and I'm not going to give you some, some dressed-up political pitch, I, I, I'm running because I'm sick of everything. I, I'm, I'm sick of, of politicians, and I don't care if it's the city council, I don't care if it's the county council, or, or the state, I don't care. I'm sick of these politicians telling us how to do things, when in fact, they're our employees. They work for us, not the other way around. And so when you have these local politicians who start to condescend to you, or, or even, even go as far as cussing at you, yeah. You know, I'm like, you know what? Uh, this can't happen. I, you know, I, I'm going to step in and, and, and I'm going to help my neighbors across the street next door, my family members, my, everyone who feel helpless in the political process. That, ultimately, that's why I'm running. Well, well, that's a great answer, man. You, you definitely strike me, and I, and I looked at a lot of your videos, and you've done excellent with live streams, and I think that's a great way of letting people really get to know you on a genuine and true emotional level. Um, you see, you come off as somebody who ob- objectively is looking into your campaign as a public servant and as a statesman, um, so I do appreciate the, the concept of bringing the authority back to the people um, and taking the power out of um, necessarily the capital, Columbia. Um, yeah, they're accountable to us, man. They work for us, and I, I really do appreciate that. Um, so you're running against an incumbent that has, I mean, I'm going to get right into it. She's voted to raise spending. Um, she's voted against the Second Amendment a couple times. We looked into her voting record. We're talking about Celeste Davis here. And she also voted to increase the gas tax. And um, I know that was nuanced, um, but I, I just, I don't understand why somebody would vote to increase taxes in the uh, Republican Party. We're, you know, we're trying to cut taxes. We're trying to let people spend more of their own money. Um, now, what is your strategy to beat her? What is your strategy to win and and restore power back to the the citizens of Berkeley County? So, so, so that's a loaded question, and, and I'm going to break that down. So, sure. my strategy to win, get out of pen and paper, um, um, <laughs> is, is literally to make them uncomfortable and and, and to. Speak the truth. I mean, uh, some people say I'm aggressive. I like to say I'm passionate. I'm very passionate about all of this, but I'm honest. Okay? I don't belittle people. I, I don't talk down to Celeste. I don't call her names. Mm-hmm. She actually is a really nice person. Mm-hmm. But her record, her record is disgusting. It's atrocious. It, she's not a Republican. Well, of course she is. But she's not, and and and, and my my strategy to <laughs> fire her is is to show people what she's doing. Right. A, a lot of people here in our district, you know, our district is broken up into several different areas, and a lot of people who know Celeste Davis, not a lot do, but those who do, she's a really nice person, and and they're right. You know, she goes to birthday parties, she goes to pool parties, or a football game, or a trunk or treat. 
You know, she invites she invites uh, STEM clubs from the high schools up to the Capitol. Right. And so when people who know her, well, Celeste is a great person. She's doing nothing but great things. Okay, well, have you seen her record? No, but she's a great person. So yeah. my record, I was knocking on the door the other day, and they knew who she was. And when I said, hey, she voted against the Second Amendment, that person almost, that person almost slammed the door in anger. Because they didn't know. They didn't know. Transparency. That's the best way to say it. Transparency is the best way to beat her. I think politics has become more about the character than it has about the substance. And I really do appreciate that because people like myself that that care about liberty and care about freedom, we look into those voting records. We look and see what our politicians are doing before we go and vote in the midterm elections. And the transparency note, you, you mentioned two weeks ago at a Republican breakfast that I watched. Um, you mentioned that you were going to live stream the closed door meetings and share all your government emails every Friday. I think that's awesome, man. I think that's revolutionary. I think that should be, I think the news should be covering you on that, man. Like that is absolutely, I have nothing to hide. Hold me accountable. Whereas, you know, it, it seems like in this election, she was elected in a special election unopposed in the Republican primary. Seems like you're holding her accountable, talking about issues that matter to conservatives where substance has to matter more than character. Um, so I, I I appreciate that transparency there. Thank you, brother. And, and here's the thing, you know that honestly, that is how we affect change. You know, transparency is not going to pave our roads. Transparency is not going to repeal the gas tax. Transparency ain't going to to kick Steve Leatherman out of office. Okay, but but what it's going to do is it's going to reveal to everyone who usually doesn't pay attention to now all of a sudden do. And tonight I was even having a conversation on, on Facebook. When, when you make people aware, you know this in the, in the liberty movement, I don't care what movement it is, if you make people aware and turn them into informed individuals, then what happens is they become hypervigilant. They become angry. And then when the politicians realize that people are looking at them, they start acting differently. They start behaving differently. True. Because now all of a sudden their beloved political position is in trouble. True. It's very true. So waking up the people is, is a great strategy. And, and your, your, your ad campaign has been better than... I've had a lot of guests on the show, a lot of local politicians and people running for state house. If anybody's listening to this that's considering running or is running, look at this guy's Facebook. I mean, you have had some great ads... And I think that's what's effective. I've seen Catherine Templeton do a lot of the same thing, use Facebook ads targeted to specific amounts of people with specific messages. Yours have been great, man. Um, now, I want to kind of uh, shift gears here on you. Um, if you were elected today, and if you were in the state house today, and you weren't having to, maybe it's a year from now, and you're already elected, um, what bills would you look to introduce right away? Is there any specific legislation that's important to you um, as far as like what bill you would want to sponsor or put on the, put on the floor? I don't know if you've seen my Second Amendment, my AR-15 video. <laughs> I have um, not. You, you have not seen that video. Then you, 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 you can't tell my Facebook unless you've seen that video yet. <laughs> so, so anyway, the, 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 the Second Amendment, for me, I am passionate about the Second Amendment. And, and when people, even people in our own party, when they talk about the Second Amendment, I don't think condescending with them, but, but, but frankly, the Second Amendment is not about hunting. The Second Amendment is not about 
not about sports shooting, and, and honestly, it's not even about self-defense. The Second Amendment is to allow us to protect ourselves from the tyranny. Right. We're not a controlled government. And we have, we have a constitution. There's another thing I correct people on. They say, well, it's my constitutional right to, to bear and carry arms. No, no, it's not. It's your birthright. The Constitution just protects that right. And so we have a Constitution that allows us to carry, to bear arms. But then we have states, like South Carolina is one of them, who have a licensing scheme, who decide to make a concealed weapons permit, and they monetize um, that right. right. They basically turn our right into a mother may I see. Yep. So a constitutional carry bill, I know Jonathan Hill and some other people have championed it, but these... These crooks in Colombia, this cabal of Google boys, they bury this bill under the procedure where they will talk for two hours on garbage bills, and then when it's time to talk about constitutional care, they have five minutes and they adjourn. Wow. Come on. Wow. So this thing's got to be pushed out of committee, and the only way to do that is not to follow their rules. You need to actually... Call them out on it. You need to get them in their face and ask them, why did you just adjourn yep. while live streaming to Facebook? Yep. I agree. Yeah, man. I'd, I'd like to see constitutional carry, so that's something you'd support right away? Absolutely. Awesome. I've already, I, I support it now. You know, awesome. it, it is it is disgusting that we have to pay a mother may I fee in order to practice rights that we've been born with. Right, I agree with you, man. I I interviewed. Um, I went to the March for Lives rally uh, with a with a live stream and a and a microphone uh, down at Riverfront Park um, about a month ago when they were trying to march to take away our rights, and it was organized by a bunch of high school kids. And um, I mentioned to somebody they they were they had a sign that said no to AR-15s, and I said to them, you know, what? Uh, why do you want to ban AR-15s? And they said, well, give me a good reason why you need one. Um, and I said to him, I was like, look, um, I want to protect against government tyranny. Government's been the number one killer of humans over the last hundred years. Um, and then she laughed. She said, she said, ha ha ha, that can never happen here except for right now because of Donald Trump. I was like, well, if Trump's a big dictator, why would you want him to take away your guns? So I, I appreciate your words on the second amendment, man. And, um, I do appreciate that. Now, more specifically about bills that are that are uh, our state house is considering this week. Um, this week they uh, can, or it was actually last week they considered in the house to um, take off the caps, is what they're calling it, um, of the only three percent of people that are allowed to have solar panels on their house here. I think it's ridiculous the government's telling us what we can have on our roofs and what we can't. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? Um, what are your thoughts on the S C and G debacle? Um, I know a lot of these local candidates are taking donations from the power companies that we found. Uh, but how would you have voted last week on the solar bill? So, so the solar bill, um, I had a post uh, earlier this week on my Facebook page. It had really shotgun points on there. And solar energy, you have to untap it. Plain and simple. I mean, not the cap oh two percent now let's let's raise it let's be gracious to the to the citizens of south carolina and let's lift five percent that's a wow coming up to the to the founders and saying well well you guys can keep your musket you're only allowed to have 10 balls that's an insult let's have it it's monopolized Oh, 
Okay, we're just picking back up here. Um, I'm just curious of how you would vote on raising the caps on uh, solar panels. Uh, right now it's at 3%. They're telling us we can only have. Uh, what are your thoughts? How would you have voted on the bill? Uh, I'd vote to uncap it. You know, you, you, you have... Here's the thing. Have a state, South Carolina, who has monopolized energy in, South, in our state. They control it. I don't care if it's SCNG or the private company or if it's Nancy Cooper. They control it. And so then what they do is they, they put these bills out there to, to graciously lift it from 3% to 5%. <laughs> oh, so thank you so much for the 5%. It's, it's like the founders. I was explaining the other day. The founders were angry because of, of a number of different reasons. But the first shots were because they were coming out to actually take their firearms. Now, let's, let's just change the scenario. Let's say the British didn't want to take the firearms, but they said, you know what? You know, Colonies, you guys can keep your muskets, but, but we're going to limit you to 10 rounds. Well, thank you, British Crown. That's an insult. That's an insult. Uncap it. If, if someone wants to put solar, roofs on their, uh, solar panels on their roof, don't tell them that they can't yeah. or cap it. Yeah. It's insulting. It is. It and, is, and, man. And I vote, vote to uncap it. Well, that's awesome, and I'm glad to hear that. Um, I know some conservatives make some decent nuanced arguments on um, the fact that solar panels do receive pretty huge government subsidies. Um, so I guess they do have a point sometimes, but I definitely would rather see the market more free. And to get there, we have to have the option to do solar in the first place. And it's definitely not the government's job to tell us what to do, like you've been saying. It's the it's our, it's our job to tell the government what to do. So I do appreciate that. Um, the only curveball that you'll get this whole interview is your your question. Uh, this question on medicinal marijuana. Um, now. I believe as a libertarian that you and I, we own ourselves, and that means that we, sh we can yeah. put into whatever we want into our body, I believe, in individualism. Um, so what are your thoughts on medicinal marijuana? Would that be a good thing for people in South Carolina, like the person who has epilepsy, that it helps them with anxiety or, or um, cancer patients for pain and, and things of that nature? Uh, what, what would your thoughts be on medicinal marijuana? You want, here's a quick answer. Sure. Allow it. Awesome. Allow it. And, 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 and I say that, I use those words specifically because, again, on my social media post the other day, I listed 10 things, and I said medical marijuana. Allow it. You have someone like Jonathan Hill in the upstate that's actually championing this thing. And what happens is they sweep. They actually don't even announce his committee. They, they cancel it, and they don't say anything, and they adjourn. And Jonathan's sitting here thinking, what the hell? We had medical marijuana on the floor. Well, of course they knew it. But even though these lawmakers up in Colombia, they know it should pass, but but they have they have some special interests that they have to pander to. Oh yeah, and they may lose votes. That's, that's political cowardice. It is. It's got to happen. It's got to happen now. So that's a bold that's a bold statement, man. And I I do appreciate about you, and I think what I've noticed um, in this interview is that you're you're unafraid to talk about the hard things. Um, so I do appreciate that, and uh, not a lot of conservatives and Republicans are in the boat for medicinal marijuana, but I would argue that it is a winning issue, um, that it is 60-70% support across the American people. Um, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be going to a vote. It's nice to know that we got a guy um, that's looking looking to win in 100, that, that's going to be a good vote on that the next time that comes around. It'll come around. Um, now... I want to talk about real quick before I let you go, man. Um, your your opponent, 
they she voted to raise spending and i'm not saying anything bad about her um, i'm sure she is a nice woman like you said she voted to raise spending she voted against the second amendment and to increase taxes um are you willing to pledge that you'll you, you know you'll never vote to increase taxes while you're while you're in the state house that's so awesome that you just sent that to me. So if you've been following me, anyone who's followed me, they know that, that I'm very transparent on special interest letters that I get. Right. Um, I got one from like, the Realtors Association, and, and I revealed that. I just got two more special interests. I'm an equal opportunity hater, even with things that I enjoy and love. And one of them is an actual commitment. It's a one-sheet paper. Will you commit not to raise taxes or fee? Mm-hmm. Here's... I'm going to video it of me. I'm not just going to sign it and send it in and say, here's my commitment. Hush, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to video myself do it and put it on Facebook. Awesome. Tax- taxation, CJ, is theft. Indeed. Plain and simple. Yep. It sure is. We had tax day this week. That was not a lot of fun. But yeah, man, definitely agree with you there. Taxation is theft. Um, it- it's nice to hear somebody who's who has a real good shot at um, at winning this this thing. Uh, with some good conservative principles, and that's what that's what voters care about. At the end of the day, is the substance. You can be the nicest person in the world, uh, but does this person represent the values that you and your family represent? Um, so that's very important to me, man. Well, how can people get involved in your campaign? How can people find you? How can people help and donate um, and get involved to to maybe even volunteer? So, so if people want to help with my campaign. Um, um, I can tell you right now, I, I'm, again, radically transparent. My campaign, I would say, is 70% social media and 30% ground game. And by ground game, I, I'm out talking to people, I'm in people's faces, I'm, I'm sharing my message. And the reason why I get on the ground and talk to people or knock on doors is because I want people to actually see that me, Tom Fernandez, I'm no different than the person, than the quote-unquote the personality that they see on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honest. So, so if people want to get involved, if they have a church they want me to come talk to, great. If, if you're having a barbecue, fantastic. I would love if you got onto my Facebook page, and while you're laying in bed tonight or whenever you actually listen to this, go into your friends list and spam invite them on my page. Smart. You know, I, I started my social media campaign with a goal of overtaking all of these local house members right. with their social media, and I left them all in the dust. Now I want to take out some larger targets. So please, like my page, follow it, share it. If you want to donate it, I donate money, I'd be very much appreciative. I post links on there. But honestly, my goal is to win this thing and show people that you don't need tens of thousands of dollars to win an election. Right. You just need to be honest and passionate about the truth and about liberty. That's awesome, man. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your evening and coming on the show. And uh, definitely check him out. His name is Tom Fernandez. He's running in Berkeley County. Seat 100, if you're in that seat or know somebody in that seat, send this podcast over to them. Uh, we need to have more transparency with our elected officials and have people that do what they say they're going to do. Uh, this guy's putting it all out there, and he's, he's, he's posting live streams. He's You're going to be able to hold him accountable. Um, he's going to be there for you. So thanks so much for coming on the show, Tom. Let's stay in touch. Let's get back on the show again before that primary comes a little bit closer. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Thank you, brother. Seriously. Thank you. Um, Liberty, man. Hashtag rolling deep. That's all. <laughs> I mean, that's just 
just don't stop and don't be intimidated plain and simple Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having us on the show. Join us tomorrow for episode 19 of the Conservatarian Podcast. We will be back. Have a great rest of your night.